What song do you want to hear, Dan? Beer! You are now listening to America's favorite craft beer podcast, a show that covers tricks, tips, and trends inside the craft beer industry. I am your host, craft beer enthusiast, Tom Simpson. Next to me, my co-host, a man with more untapped check-ins than you have steps on your Fitbit, the adjunct professor himself, Mr. Dan Howell. Tune in, sit down, and drink up. And most importantly, thank you for joining us on another episode of America the Brute. Guess I'll have to wait until then. And if I get drunk, well, I'll pass out on the floor now, baby. You won't bother me no more. And if you're drinking, well, you know that you're my friend and I say. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 51 of America the Brutiful. The holidays are around the corner, the weather is getting colder, and so are the beers. And with the holidays coming around, more and more events are popping up in the beer world. So the question is, which ones will you be attending? We'll also talk to Rob from Hayes Boys about some of the craziness in the beer world and some releases that are huge. Of course, we'll talk releases, local and national. But first, let's have our first beer, as we always do. All right, let's talk about it. This is one we've talked about in previous episodes. We have. This is a special beer. It is, it is. It is by Pie Road Mead Works. And the name of this mead is... Adjunct professor it is it is so, so i had to get this one and this has a ton of adjuncts in it wait wait let me stop you for a second where is it where are they where's it from this is from the tampa area oh it is okay yes 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 so okay. this is from odessa florida technically but that is the tampa area gotcha and uh yeah so this is a mead with meadow foam blossom mead with vanilla beans cocoa nibs coffee beans coconut and cinnamon obviously i had to get this mead So a shout-out to Haley Kish in Tampa. Uh, For those of you in the, you know, online beer community, you may have seen that name. Uh, She is one of the awesome, awesome people in that area. Uh, I told her I needed it. She said, I will get it for you. And here it is. So uh, I'm very happy to try this. And with this, you know, let's talk about some of the events that are happening all over the place because there's a ton of stuff. So everybody is worried right now about like, oh, you know, maybe you're married and your wife, you know, her family wants to do something on Thanksgiving. Your family wants to do something on Thanksgiving. Somebody wants Christmas Eve. Somebody wants Christmas. What do you do? Yeah, it usually works that way. It's a pain in the ass, right? It's a pain in the ass. And now what happens when you throw in beer events? Makes well, it even more difficult. That's true. Now, that's true. thankfully, nobody is planning anything on Thanksgiving or on Christmas, as far as I know. Okay, I, I thought but that's there, where we were going. With no, that. no, no. But okay. there are a lot of beer events, so let's start. Let's start with Bolero because they're having one of the cooler events that I have seen a brewery do. That's right. The Festival of Friendship. Uh, it took place on November nineteenth with tons of collabs. Snakes in the Swamp would be the first one. District 96 collab. as a gummy snake sour ale. 
for Tom, which we're going to talk about later. It's a Hayes Boys collab. It's We're just going to call it this. It's an over-adjuncted pastry wine, which is very much like the mead that we are having right now, over-adjuncted. This is one of the more unique meads that I've ever had because usually with mead, you just taste honey and maybe one flavor. This has a ton of stuff going on. Yeah, this is actually pretty good. It's, it's <laughs> You make I, it seem like you don't like mead. Maybe. No. Well, no, I know I'm saying I enjoy it. It's yeah, different, yeah. but I enjoy it. It's like even I thought it was going to be thicker. Okay. With all the adjuncts in yeah. there and everything else. But it's, but it's weird no, because it's you, do, you do get a lot of the, the flavors in it. You get a lot of the flavors. Mostly yeah. when you have a meat, it's like one one hitter, right? It's like, oh, this is a raspberry meat. Right. And Strong like, berry flavor like, and honey. It's like, ooh, sweet raspberry. Love it. But this has a lot of stuff going on. Um, and it's called the Adjunct Professor, so I had to get it. Very good. Uh, moving on. When herds collide, you guessed it. It's a twin elephant collab. It's a hazy. That's right. Uh, this beer is not hypey enough. Love the name. It's it was name. a collab with our friends at the Seed. It is a German style pilsner. Have the yams stopped screaming? It's conclave collab. Candied yam inspired porter. Oh, okay. Gear Block, you remember we talked to them, uh, I guess a few months ago at this point when they opened. They released one called the Donut Lord. It is a jelly donut sour. Where lanterns splatter. Lost Tavern collab, fruited sour with hazelnut. Interesting. Simply Irresistible, volume three. There we go. It's uh, the Thick Boys Glass collab, cranberry orange pie sour. Double Bake Sale, Source Collab, Oatmeal Raisin Cookie Stout. Actually, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, and then finally, the Bergen County Bull Stout, the Cookie Sack, Hackensack uh, Brewing Collab, Barrel Age Imperial Stout. All of these were part of that event from Bolero Snort, the Festival of Friendship. Again, it took place on November 19th. Ton of collabs. Really cool that they did it. Um, I'd like to see more breweries do this kind of thing. Like, just collab with different breweries, bring a lot of different styles together, and have people come together and try it. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a, a good time. Uh, Equilibrium, 12-3, that's December 3rd, is Death Star Day. It will feature all five 2022 Lads Beards Lads Beers on draft, one extremely limited 26-month BA to-go bottle, uh, Jay Wakefield guest stouts, vintage Lads bottles, and a special menu. All right, so I've already committed I'm going to this. I'm very happy to go to this. I'm excited to go to this. It's okay. going to be one of these things where you get get there super early. right? Oh, I'm it's like a line thing. Yeah, they're going to – I mean, this is going to be one of these where I expect to get there before 8 a.m. and – Be hammered by 10. <laughs> so, <laughs> sure. Yes. But, like, have a good time. Like, uh, share beers with people online. Uh, I miss that. Yes. Yeah, so, so that's what I'm expecting. But guess what? Let's say you say, oh, I don't know if I want to do that. Are there any other options for December 3rd? There is. Sure is. Other half. Stout season. Also December 3rd. Other over 30 participating breweries. Release of their annual Snowbirds Stout Series. Love those beers. Uh, 
with Jerry Wakefield. There will be an all Snowbirds lineup in the OG Tap Room. Tickets, 65 bucks. Goes from 12 p.m. to 5 p.m. Ticket holders will have first access to buy special Snowbirds variants and special stout releases. Ooh, that's a tough call for that's me. That's a very tough call for anybody, right? Mm. What do you do? Um, it's a tough call. Right now, we have yet to hear about most of the stats that are going to be available at other half. I know they're going to have magnum pours. This would... You would think they're going to have some big boy pours there. Some really rare beers that are going to be poured at this event. And it really depends on what you want to do, right? If you go to this, you can get there at 1130, find a place to park your car, and then go to this event for five hours, or if you want to Uber or whatever, um, have a good time. Yeah, yeah. And you don't have to get up super early like you would for Lad's Day, I would think, if you want to get everything. But you have to pay 65 bucks for the event. And and let's not forget, man, Snowbirds, I mean, there's been some great, great snowbirds beers over the years you know and i would expect nothing less to come out of this yeah so this is a real toss-up for anybody that's out there that's saying hey i want a beer event before the end of the year what do you do do you go to lad's day do you go to other half stout season i don't think you can go wrong either way yeah just you know i think you should do one of the two if you're open that day for your calendar go to one of the two i think it'll be a good time now there's something else. There's something else that same weekend. Oh, my God. Trap House 15. Now, you know, I guess good thing or bad thing, I don't know. December 2nd and 3rd. Sorry, 7th <laughs> yes. anniversary. Local beers. Troon, Tin Barn, Other Half, District 96, Brick City, Root and Branch, Twin Elephant, Equilibrium, The Seed, Escherhart, Brick City, Bolero, Conclave, Icarus, Magnify, Oak Flower, etc., etc., etc. And then there's not only the local breweries that are going to be part of Tap House 15's 7th anniversary, again, December 2nd and 3rd, there's going to be some national breweries that have never been available in the state of New Jersey. So if you live in the state of New Jersey, you might want to go because there's going to be human robot beers. There's going to be vitamin C beers. The answer will be in New Jersey. North Park beers on draft. Toplin Goliath, if you remember last year, Morning Delight was on draft. Right. Uh, Imprint, the referend, for all of us who missed the referend. And, of course, Goose Island's Bourbon County. There will be one of those beers is going to be on draft, at least, as far as I know. Uh, really just, like, <clears throat> an amazing tap list. i got to tell you, I'm going to give you my opinion. A, a, a brewery cannot compete with a bar in terms of the range and quality of beers that they can offer. Right, unless you say, "Hey, we got a bunch of guest taps coming in." Like, if you go to other half and drink all other half beers, sure, you may get some snowbirds that are very rare and that are very good. But like, you're the entire spectrum of like being like, "Hey, you know what? I want to switch up and I want to drink a lager. You know, I want to drink a, something from Referend, like a sour wild ale." You just they they can't compete. They cannot compete with the bar like that. You know, that's really where your I think that's where your best overall selection of different styles of beer is going to be for that weekend so my liver is going to hate me but i am definitely going to the tap house 15 anniversary on december 2nd and yes and i'm going to 
Equilibrium's Lad Sand the Third. That you are too old to be doing that. To be honest with you, I'm just going to be honest. With you. <laughs> I probably am. And for anybody who went to Tap House 15 last year, or anybody who did not, uh, I would recommend getting there very early. It's 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 going to be a thing. Beating that drum. It's going to be a thing, man. Like, uh, I got there early. I got a booth. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is nice and calm. Uh, things just started, you know, like Detroon. If you did not get there super early, it was like a special beer for that event. Sold out super quickly. Of course it did. You expected to. You know, but there's a lot of equally, in terms of what you can get in New Jersey, equally rare beers, if not more rare. Because... You know, they're just not breweries that are around here that are that are that are coming into New sure, Jersey and they're sure. gonna be on draft there. I mean, who knows what the hell's gonna be there. But like you said, does anybody make better loggers than human robot? Like debatable, right? right? They're gonna be there. Uh sours from the referend, stouts from a bunch of these breweries, IPAs from a bunch of these breweries. It's gonna be a great time. A lot of different beer styles that really it's really gonna be a great event. Yeah. I'm shooting for one. I'm sure if I can get the one, you know, whatever. I don't even care. I just need to know when can I get out of the house, what time, what day, and that's what I'm going to shoot for. Well, let's do it. And I hope to see you at whichever event you can escape for. <sighs> okay. We'll figure it out. Uh, right after we get back, we've got our buddy Rob from the Hayes Boys after this. Season 2, episode 51 of America the Brutiful. Uh, thank you guys very much for hanging with us. We've got one of our favorite guests, maybe our favorite guest, I don't know. It's really hard to say, but, you know, he's up there joining us today, Rob from the Hayes Boys. Rob, thank you very much. What about doing a list of your top guests so that can be debated online and people can go crazy on the internet about it? Why would we do that when, you know... <laughs> We can just have untapped do it or fucking. What, what, I can't remember the other guys right now. <laughs> then we'll know that we've made it. Yes, that's that's how you know you've made it. <laughs> All right. So at the top of the show, we talked about Bolero Snort. Obviously, uh, they have a festival of friendship, and of course, one of the collabs was yours. We never got to dig into this with you on the show. Can you tell us about Four Tom? Not me. For Tom. So For Tom originally was an idea that Bob and I had talked about. Well, we even talked about For Tom as the original idea, but we were joking around back in like February about doing a barley wine and like a high ABV barley wine and releasing it on July 4th on like the hottest day of the year on like a Tuesday. I love that idea. So like that was the original <laughs> I idea. Do, actually, go on. And. Obviously, like most ideas, they don't happen right away. They take about six, eight months to actually come to fruition. This was no different. And um, Bob reached back out to me. He was like, you want to do this like crazy, heavily adjuncted pastry wine? I'm like, absolutely. 
this is a thing that needs to happen. Um, and originally it was supposed to be a, a, you know, a heavily adjuncted high ABV pastry wine that was eventually going to go into barrels. Some of it was going to be canned, obviously. And then the collab day happened and everything was awesome. We picked out a bunch of crazy adjuncts. I said, you know, we have to do weasel shit coffee. That has to be number one. And then we named some nuts off, some some cinnamon, some vanilla, a couple of different types of vanilla bean. And wouldn't you know it, the yeast crapped out in the uh, in the beer. So it ended up being a session pastry wine, <laughs> which is part of the course for Hayes Boys collab. Something always goes wrong. I still think it tastes great. Like it, it, yeah. uh, it, it was is very drinkable because I was like, this many adjuncts not going to end well. It was still very drinkable. Yeah, I would have loved to have seen it be in like its original form, but uh, you know what? It was fun. It was a lot of fun, and uh, you know, I love Scott. I love Bob. Those guys have been you know good friends of mine for the last year or so, and they've helped me out a lot over the last few years doing some stuff with Tap House and you know my anniversary party a couple of years back where we were bringing in some uh, outside breweries. So to be able to work with them was really really cool. It was a lot of fun, and plus my buddy Jake helped brew the beer, and Jake's a great guy. He's an OG Hayes boy, so it was it was kind of a, a full circle type of deal. So we talked about in the beginning of the show the event that's happening all these collabs how much did you have to do with these collabs because i know a lot of these breweries you're very close with uh, i had absolutely zero to do with any collabs to be honest it was you know i just think there was a, it, it happened to be a thing where everybody kind of got together right around the same time of the year and you know we you know, this is a tight-knit area with with the beer community and everybody kind of keeps it mostly the same company so it all just kind of happened to fall in line where all these different breweries that I so happen to have pretty good relationships with all did something with Bolero. So, hey, that's that's awesome. Works out great. Speaking of Bolero, uh, I'm, gl- I'm sorry that you can't join us uh, on this, drinking this wonderful beer here, Rob. But I have a, a Rainbow, which is honestly one of, this was one of the first sours that I had uh, from Bolero, and they used to come in crowlers. And if you were able that's to true, find yeah. the crowler, you were, it, it, I mean, they, they sold out fast. This is from. Is, is, that, is that the one that they originally did with imprint? <clears throat> that, that's correct. Yes, yeah. that's correct. Yeah, it, I remember having it for the first time that I had it. It was probably three, four years ago. It, I so happened to have it at Tap House, and I was like, "Wow, this is," you know, for for people that are into that type of thing, it was. I like how you said that. <laughs> we all know how I feel about those beers, but I had a, I, I think I did a flight. You know, a shout out to everybody who used to buy flights like four years ago. Um, <laughs> Now it's like the most hated thing on the on um, in beer. People who order flights. You know um, what? I yeah, still I, do it. The people at the breweries hate it because it's a oh, lot yeah. more work. Dan doesn't care. He just I don't care. I want to take my beer. <laughs> <laughs> right. And you know, for, for, in my defense, I did it at tap house, so sure. you know, that's not at a brewery. So I wanted to sample the menu. So yeah, I had that, and it was great. You know, it's it's, it's kind of stood up the test of time. It's. Still, you know, humming along for them. It's a good beer for them, and, let's and it be, really sells well. And let's be honest: places that do the flights, there is a markup on the flight. Like these places are making money, making yeah. The no, flights. the place doesn't care. The bartender hates it. Sure, but the, that, the, sure, but oh, yeah, the, they, the flight is going to cost you like so much more per ounce than it would be to just get you know one or two things. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure they're jacking the prices up. They have to kick a little bit to the to the uh, the beer tenders for like misery pay. <laughs> 
Correct. <laughs> you know, yes. you know the you know the flights and samples crowd isn't tipping very well, so there's <laughs> got to be something that goes back to that. That's true. Correct. That's true. All right. So while Tom pours out this rainbow, let's talk about something that you documented on uh, on your Instagram, which made me laugh very much. And that's about the uh, Blumpkin, I'm sorry, the uh, Trumpkin beer, the Trumpkin beer. Um, let, let's talk about that. So I, I, I looked at this thing, it came up, and I'm like, what, what is going on here? Why would a brewery do this? Like, why would a brewery do this? And then I, I took a closer look, and, and I saw the brewing company that did it, who I had never heard of, but then it made a lot. A lot of sense but for those of you who don't know what i'm talking about tell us about it well i yeah i got it sent to me i, I want to say it was uh two two nights ago it was the night that trump announced his 2024 presidential bit so i guess uh what was it blue, blue line brewing company was the name of the brewery if that if that kind of adds a little context to the uh all right to the yeah. background they decided to do uh trumpkin was it trumpkin pumpkin ale or something uh, yes I, so i mean I, it's not supposed to be a compliment though i'm not you know well so sorry so let's get into it so you're gonna do a trump, <laughs> a trump beer okay all right fair enough listen it wouldn't be the first time it ever happened you're capitalizing on you know uh the the, the presidential run fine you have a clientele that's you know going to be galvanized around that type of thing. Also, it is what it is. Um, but why would you get pumpkin? <laughs> right. Isn't like isn't right. the whole thing with Trump like an orange? Like so, you would do an orange ale. He's orange man. Correct. Why are you doing a pumpkin ale? Well, pumpkin. I mean, pumpkin trumpkin. Pumpkin <laughs> trumpkin. A pumpkin is orange, but it almost seems like you're kind of blumpkin. It was Blumpkin. Trump, Trump probably likes Blumpkins. And I, I mean, not for anything. Like pumpkin beer season didn't it like start in June this year? Like isn't pump isn't like three months over? Yes, it started obnoxiously early. Every single year, it starts earlier and earlier. Uh, we know your love for the pumpkin beers, so this had to be like one of your favorite stories of the year. Oh, it was great. I mean, you know, it always comes back. To, like I, I always post anything political. I try to post it without any kind of you know, commentary either way, because quite honestly, I don't ever try to sound off politically. It's not my place ever, nor do I care to share any you know, political views on things. It's always meant to just drive conversation. And, you know, I, I just don't get any business that takes a stance one way or the other, because and, I, and a few of these comments actually landed in either my Facebook comments or my Instagram comments. And that was basically stating that a brewery that does something along these lines is automatically alienating 50% of their customers. Absolutely. Well, yeah. well it, de- it depends. You said it's Blue Line Brewery or something like well, that. It I, depends yeah, on it. And, and yeah. We all understand. Like we, we get it, right? You're catering to, to that base. Okay, that's fine. But, I mean, you're, you're not winning any, any new customers by kind of alienating those people who are certainly passionate against that side of the coin. Um, I just don't think there's a lot of tact in that and Maybe they're maybe they're not trying to grow their business. I don't know, but <laughs> I would think that they are. They're not just going to do this for no reason. Any right? any I don't know. Any clever names for like a Ron DeSantis beer, the new the new torchbearer of the Republican Party? Uh, yeah, you know I don't I don't know. Like I I haven't given it that much thought to be perfectly honest with you. It's uh, a little bit early yet for that guy. Who knows? All right, so, true. So, There's a lot that can happen. So let's talk about this. You know that's that's a beer that came out. 
and I actually went on the Blue Line Brewing Instagram, and it was the shit show that you would expect it to be. <laughs> Just people butting heads and, like, you know, calling each other names. Being super productive. Yeah, but of course. one brewery... Because you, know, because, you know, arguing on arguing politics on the internet gets you so far, and it changes so many people's minds, and <laughs> you know, you're really doing a lot to influence the person you're arguing with. Like, what's the point? I never understood arguing politics on the internet. What the hell is the point of it? These people who go crazy in the comments, like, I just sit back and laugh. Why would you argue with some random stranger on the internet about politics? You're not going to win an argument with them. That, that's that's right. That's right. It's true. You're not. You're never going to change somebody else's mind. You're you're right. Right. But let's talk about possibly the brewery that's done it the best, and that is a brewery that is uh, close to you, close to us, and that is District 96. They've been doing this for a long time, making political beer names, and they've worked. And nobody nobody is going to say like, oh. You know, District 90, maybe there are some people, but if, if they do it, they're stupid, are going to say, sorry, anybody that's done it. But, uh, you know, hey, District 96 shouldn't be making this beer. They just made a, a lager called Mara Lager. And the first thing I thought of when, when they made this beer, I was like, that was Rob. That had to be Rob. But you're saying that you had nothing to do with the name. I had nothing to do with the name. This was all Johnny, or who was it? This is all, this is all the, the District 96 creative team. Very good. It was one of the more creative names it's I've heard name. in a long, long time. Yeah, it's a great name. Like, I would, you know, I, I don't, we're not that close to District 96, but if I was around the corner, I'd be like, fuck it, I'm going to go pick up a four-pack of this and go, you know, bring it to the football game at my buddy's house. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, it's a really good name. <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah it, yeah, it turned out good. Um, you know, I... Uh, certainly kind of fit the the announcement type of thing but and we talked about this earlier D- district 96 they've always been a political uh themed brewery they've done stuff on both sides um they kind of poke fun at just about everything in politics as it should be because the way politics is in this country right now there's so much on both sides it should be made fun of on a regular basis and johnny's always done a really good job of that so this kind of again pokes fun at you know the uh, the the most recent political announcement. Yeah, which which is which is what you which is what we all should be doing. Right, Absolutely. and so so Merrill Lager was made for those of you who may be new to District ninety six out there. They made a Sleepy Joe beer. Yeah. They, they they've made fun again, just like Rob said. Both sides they have fun with it. It's completely it's misunderestimated. They're they're throwing Trumpisms on the the cans of you know words that he can't say. Like it's. <laughs> It's you know it's funny and it's stuff that should be laughed at. It's you know beer shouldn't be taken this seriously. Correct, correct. But it often is. But correct. All yes. Right. Now, Rob. Now I've talked about I've talked about this before, right? And I can see it. That I can see it's just kind of little. This is coming to fruition now. So this week, other half announced the release of O Chill. It's a non-alcoholic CBD seltzer. Which you predicted this? Well, I you predicted some kind of weed-based beer. I, I said they, I said they should do, say they should do THC, and I did. I, I, I did uh, copy this link to, to Matt and and message him. I'm like, dude, when is the THC coming out? <laughs> you know, and uh, whatever. He's he gave me an answer that made me hopeful. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Okay. 
But uh, what's your opinion on this? Is this uh, is this something you're going to Brooklyn to crush, uh, or you or, or your wife? <laughs> no. Well, it's more. Not. Listen, let me tell you this. It's more for one drink, I think. Why? Why? CBD Why? could be anybody. Non-alcoholic CBD seltzer. It could be, be for anybody. It helps your joint pain, whatever. All right, so Dan would go, I guess. I don't have <laughs> no, joint I pain. Mean, <laughs> listen, it's, it's, if anything, it just drives one more nail into the coffin of craft beer. Um, Whoa, what does that mean? Point, what do you mean? Like, like, We've now we've just moved away from beer completely, and we're doing like like non-alcoholic hard seltzers with CBD. Like, what the fuck? This isn't even craft beer anymore. It's fucking nonsense. All right, all right. So, so let's talk about this. We talked about Bolero in, in the beginning of this. They did something very similar, and right. they did a sparkling water called Noble Water, non-alcoholic sparkling water hopped with mosaic. Which actually, when I heard about it, I'm like. I don't know. That kind of sounds tasty. I don't know. It's non-alcoholic, no calories, no alcohol, no nothing. Listen. Great. It's absolute fucking nonsense. <laughs> listen. Listen. I I enjoy growing old with these brands. When I'm 65 years old, I want to drink other half decaf coffee or, or green tea before I go to bed <laughs> at night. And I think that this is the progression of that. They're like, okay, these fucking guys are getting early onset diabetes what are we gonna do so they can still wet their whistle and get a good note at the doctors and you know the next time they go and i think that they're just progressing with the age of the their customers i mean listen it's it's something different you, uh, you applaud the creativity <laughs> do <Yeah>. you <laughs> How, how well is it going to sell? Who knows? I mean, to me, it's not something I'd be necessarily going to buy in cans, but maybe if I'm at the brewery and I've been crushing lagers all day, I want to even go down even further into the, the ABV pool. I say, hey, you know what? Maybe I want to have this uh, non-alcoholic sparkling seltzer with mosaic and uh, uh, citra, THC, CBD, ABC, ops, or whatever. I, I sure. Give me a pour of this. Now let's go down the dangerous path. Let's say you bring your kid to a brewery. Do you want to give your kid a sparkling water with mosaic or a CBD seltzer? As in, like, <clears throat> hey, you're not going to oh. get drunk off this. Oh, no, but maybe get a taste. I don't know if they can do. Well, CBD. You just stick with like the Capri Sun. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> sure. <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Or just toss him a fruit of sour. I mean, it's probably yeah, the same thing. Yeah, Rain Bro. Veil vale did it, right? Yeah, the Veil vale did that. Veil vale did that, yes. <laughs> yeah, no, I yeah. think... No, no, no. I Listen, here's the thing. I think that... Uh, you know, not, obviously not every brewery can do it. I think other half can get away with it because of who they are, because of where they are. And, you know, I think the fact that they're just trying to figure out how to cover all the vices... It's good. I mean, they don't need to go much further. We don't need, like, MDMA seltzer or anything like that. But, you know, it's the THC, the CBD. All right. I can get down with that. You know, if Other Half came out with a branded THC seltzer, that would obviously would have to be a collab with a company that's, you know, registered to do something like that. I'd go I'd go buy it. I'd give it a shot. <laughs> you know, I'd fucking Listen, crush a floor pack yeah. on a Saturday. <laughs> I, and I, and look, I, 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 I say it's fucking complete nonsense. I stand by that statement. <laughs> It, again, it's creative. It's something different. You're going to, you know, people, you have weird people who are into craft beer, though. So weird people are probably into this type of thing. So again, you're hitting into your market. That's right. That's It's better than a fucking bicycle uniform, whatever that was. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, you didn't buy one of those? <laughs> I, I, you know, that, that was one of those things where I, I looked at it really, really hard. And I was thinking to myself, maybe I should just get like, like the, the under thing and not like, like just like the You looked at strap. it very closely, maybe not hard. That's <laughs> <laughs> fair. That's a fair, fair statement. All right, let's talk about some of your beer travels. Uh, you were recently in Richmond, one of the best beer cities in America, uh, no matter what USA Today has to say about it. Um, tell us about what you did there, what the craft beer drinker in this area might expect for, you know, that might come out of that travel. Uh, let's see. So I back in July, uh, I was chatting with uh, – Corey from The Answer, he's their assistant brewer, and we were kind of talking about, uh, you know, just like some collab stuff, and, you know, Rich, obviously, you guys know Rich from Tin Bar, and he loves The Answer, and so we kind of just got chatting, got looped in with Zach, who's their head brewer down there, and, you know, before you knew it, there was a collab between Tin Barn and The Answer, and Tin Barn was uh, gracious enough to offer to uh, have me come down and travel with them during that trip, so I was certainly appreciative of that, and we spent a uh, weekend in Richmond a couple weeks back, and it was fantastic. So they brewed a uh, they brewed a beer, a, a fruited sour, which will be released sh- shortly, probably down in Richmond um, on a Friday. And uh, we kind of ran the town on Saturday and hit a bunch of different places. Uh, I, I can't even begin to count how many. I think we hit like seven or eight breweries. Wow. Uh, it was pretty great. Um, I mean, Richmond's just a great town. And, you know, the answer, I think the answer is just, um, they're kind of really kind of instrumental in pushing that community forward with, you know, beer stuff and community. And uh, I think they're just, you know, really good for craft beer. And they've really put Richmond on the map. Um, you know, on is wonderful. You know, my buddy Andy, obviously from Black Ninja, he's kind of worked in with them and, and their whole staff and everybody down there. Is super, super hospitable, and it's a must stop when you go to Richmond. Um, you have to hit the answer. It's it's fantastic. They did a great beer that I have a ton of. After I came back, it's called Table Hazy. It's like a three point seven percent hazy IPA, just a super light, drinkable crusher of mm. a of a session beer that I've been nice. annihilating. Yeah, it's uh, it's a really good beer. But uh, yeah, we did. We hit Hardywood. They have a, a, a few facilities in the area. It's a beautiful facility on, uh, you know, just on the outskirts of Richmond that they've done. Uh, we hit Triple Crossing. We hit the Vale, a couple of their locations. We hit a spot called Final Gravity, which was getting a lot of um, talk down there. That was good beer. Uh, we hit uh, Vassin. That was an awesome spot. Had like Miami vibes. Uh, yeah, I mean that was it was just a lot, a lot of fun. And obviously one of our one of our other favorite spots we hit was Triple Crossing. Yeah, yeah. Their full <coughs> location. Did, did, did you get location is fantastic, and they make great beer. And it's a stop that I always try to make when I'm in Richmond. And this one certainly did not disappoint either. Did they have any barley wine on draft? The Japanese try they, there. Uh, you know what? They might have, but. You know, when you're running around for like eight hours, ten hours drinking all day, you're not looking at the barley. <laughs> you're not wine looking at barley. Oh, wine. come no on, much. dude! But Triple Crossing makes some great barley. Wine. Hell, damn! And they, I think they have like every season: summer, winter. Uh, maybe that's it. The jet lags, yeah, yes. They're up to now three facilities in that area, so they're doing really, really well. And um, yeah, I mean, 
shout out to those guys. They, so, they were super cool. So you said that uh, that collab, the Tin Barn Answer collab, will be down there, but we will be seeing the answer up here very soon. So tell us a little bit about, and uh, you know, I know you have a little bit to do with this, the Tap House 15 anniversary and what we might see because there's a lot of breweries you don't normally see in New Jersey that are going to be up here for that. Yeah. Uh, so we were, uh, you know, Tom, Scott, and I have been, uh, Scott from Bolero Snort, have been working kind of behind the scenes for the better part of the last two months or so to try and coordinate with a handful of, uh, I would say, my friends who, whom I've been able to kind of connect with in the industry. And we wanted to try and get some new new uh, breweries into Jersey. So we have uh, we have obviously the answer coming up, and they're they're sending up. I, and I don't think they've they've never been in New Jersey. Am I correct? These are all all these different breweries that are coming in are in New Jersey the, cool. for the first time. So the answer is coming in. They're bringing up uh, six different kegs. Um, six kegs. Of, yep, or six six bowls. Bunch oh, of uh, fuck. Okay. bunch of hazy IPAs. You have some some lagers you're gonna have some fruited stuff you're gonna have some stouts so everything Ooh. that kind of wow. they do right. um another another new to jersey is funktastic needs and some you know my friend matt uh, who i met down in uh down at free the wells this summer and we we hit it off really really well and just stayed in contact and when the opportunity came to try and bring um you know some of his products up he he jumped at the opportunity and was really really great to work with um it's going to be some some really awesome session needs at uh, at the anniversary party and some some crazy needs there's going to be a bottle of a 21 percent need one of his fury series needs oh, which man. is insane sounds dangerous um, what's that sounds dangerous it's going to be very dangerous, I'm sure, if anybody gets into that. Probably some on, you know, early onset diabetes. <laughs> uh, let's see. Who else do we got coming? We got North Park coming in. Uh, you know, obviously, if you you know North Park, you know Mac, most likely. Um, so he worked with us on getting some stuff out here. There's going to be plenty of North Park stuff out here. Some West Coast IPA, some hazies. Might be a stout on. We'll see how that works out. Uh, we have, uh, you know, obviously, our, our friends from Vitamin C are back. Uh, Tim Barn is going to be back in Jersey uh, for the second time, and uh, it's 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 you know exciting. It's it's just an exciting time to to kind of have some new new blood in in New Jersey. Uh, Human Robot will be here for their first time. Nice. So that's uh, again that's exciting, and uh, you know we're just we're pumped to uh, to kind of have it have it up and running. I no. think. I think there's going to be like 50 or something new kegs to Jersey or wow. 50 new brands. Oh, yeah, it's it's going to be wild. You are becoming a power broker, my friend. <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm a power broker. I would say I'm uh, a glutton for punishment because if you've ever done anything <laughs> along these lines, trying to get paperwork from brewers and or breweries is like herding cats. It's the one thing I've learned. Um, but, yeah, it was, it was a cool experience. And... You know, hey, who knows? Maybe there'll be something bigger in the future. That, we'll say that is what I mean, though. You are, you are like, the, what do you? A power broker? What do you think they do? I mean, they're 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 hustling. They're getting people on board. You know, like you are. You know, you're teed up for like a. a I don't know how old you are. Forty under forty for craft beer or something. 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 They should give you some kind of an award. We'll call it that. We'll call it <laughs> that, right, Rob? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess. I mean. 
you want to, you're giving me probably way too much credit. I'll be honest <laughs> with you. You know, I, I'm, remember, I, I, and it's, it's funny. I'm actually in Tom's phone as dipshit that memes. <laughs> <laughs> Just so, going back to your roots. <laughs> oh yeah. So I mean, it's you know, it's kind of what it is. And the other cool thing is Andy from Black Ninja's coming up, and he's going to be uh, doing a pop up. Oh, Dan, 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 are you going to this? I am going to this. And, of course you and, are. and listen, I uh, <laughs> said this on the onset of this podcast. If you go, go early. Trust yeah. me on this. Last year I went, I went early. I was very happy to go early because there is a certain point where you're like, oh, there's a good amount of people here. And then you blink your eyes and you're like, what the fuck? I'm glad I got a booth because it is now packed. And everybody is trying to get every beer that is on tap. Things start, like, you know, things start tapping, tapping out. You know, you're like, oh, no, I missed this or I missed that. Get there early. Get everything you want to get. It's the way to go. It's like a beer festival where everything is just in one yes. one booth, basically. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It, it, is, it was super fun last year, and I'm very much looking forward to it this year. Yeah, no, and and you know, there's going to be, you know, we're gonna we're gonna have, you know, my hope is that there's going to be a lot of, you know, representation from some local breweries around. I've been hearing that people are going to try to make the trip. You know, I know Matt from Funktastic is coming up, and Andy from Black Ninja. I don't know who else is going to tag along, uh, but <laughs> yeah, we're we're excited about it. You're gonna have to make it out, Tom. I would like to. I would like to. <laughs> maybe I'll maybe I'll fight for that for for a night out. <laughs> sure, you know. Sure. I got a scratch and claw, but I'll do it. All right. Hey, Rob, you got anything else for us before we cut you loose here, pal? No. Um, you know, it's there's a lot of fun things going on right now, I guess. And who knows what else is going to happen in the next month, two months. I don't know. I mean, maybe some more memes will get made. I don't know. I, we're going to have to start looking forward to that uh, that beer advocate. Uh, is it the beer advocate? Or hop culture, the the top fifty accounts coming up soon. They're going to have to oh, copy and paste true. that list again. So we're going to get to talk about that in a couple of months. Speaking of which, go ahead. These there's a certain kitty that's got a. They just had a birthday uh, oh, that yeah. we want to give a shout out to. All right, Scott of Lorenzo the Beer Cat fame, as Dan always likes to say. I do like. To say. Uh, uh, any words you want to say for the cat on his birthday, on his belated birthday? <laughs> No, I really don't feel like saying anything. <laughs> you know, he's got nine lives. He's used up 12 of them already, probably. So, uh, happy birthday, cat. There you go. Happy, <laughs> happy birthday. He's on the North Park District 96 collab can. If anybody wants to trade for that. Listen, we've that. gone. I, I think I posted this the other day. We've gone from snakes to a cat. <laughs> I mean, jeez. It's yeah. something something yeah hey good good on the cat right all right so everybody uh check out rob check out the Hayes boys account if you're not i don't know what the hell you're doing on (laughs) your instagram you're listening to this oh yeah (laughs) yes exactly Uh, yeah they probably skipped uh, you need to start blocking segments off and like seeing how quickly people skip through this one (laughs) (laughs) yeah see how many new followers you get there rob (laughs) You, know, you can thank us later. I lose, I lose followers every time I'm on this podcast. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, thank you very much uh, Thanks, for guys. for joining us. Always a pleasure. Always a good time. And uh, we will be right back with releases after this. What's new, Pussycat? Whoa, whoa, whoa! 
Scrooge new pussycat Whoa, 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 whoa Pussycat, pussycat I've got flowers and lots of... Season 2, episode 51 of America the Brutal uh, Such a good time, as always, with Rob I just laugh. I, the guy makes me laugh. I don't. It's, I don't even think it. I don't know. It's just something about him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you're going to talk to anybody about beer and you want to have a good time, there's really nobody better to talk to talk to than Rob. And I love the cynicism. You yes, know, yes. I love it. I really do. Uh, so, what do we got? My favorite part of the show: local releases, national releases. Obviously, we're starting on local, and uh, we're going to go to New York State, and that's Tin Barn. Tin Barn is releasing Chameleon Hard Seltzer, conditioned on fresh ginger, hibiscus tea, and peach. They also did Evolution B2. This is the third in the Evolution series. It's a double IPA that utilizes El Dorado Incognito. It is bio-hopped with citra and early gravity, and then triple dry-hopped with citra and a small final dosing of El Dorado. And Cranberry Bog returns. All right, we're going to get into the District 96 uh, beers in a second, but uh, right now I have a can uh, on me right now from Noble Savage. This is called Haze Wizard. It's an IPA. It's 7.5%. And I just got it in the mail today, so I was... uh, Ooh, nice. Yeah. And this is Noble Savage. We've had him on the show before. Um, they haven't been on there, but we've had their beer on, on the show before. Long Island, correct me if I'm wrong. Yes. Correct. Right? Making some really good hazy beer. Long Island beer scene has really kind of stepped up over the past uh, f- past year or so. You got Root and Branch, Noble Savage. I mean, there's some good hazy beer coming out of there. This looks fucking delicious. I haven't tried it yet. Obviously, Sand City. A buddy of mine just told Sand me about, City, that's right. about Cantina Cantina, which is uh, in Long Island that's making a lot of sours, too, which I just literally heard about today. Interesting. Yeah. He went to the uh, – they had like a wild fermented fest in the city, which is wine and cider and beer. And he told me about their stuff. And he was like, it was one of the best stuff I had. Wow. Yeah. But uh, Noble Savage – Everything I've had from them has been very good, so I'm really looking forward to this. Uh, but let's talk about District 96. Now, we talked to Rob before. He talked to us about the Merrill Lager beer, which I still think is one of the best names for a beer ever. Although it is only a 4.8% lager, I would uh, consider it huge. Uh, they also <laughs> did uh, Murphy's Law Bolero, 8% double IPA, and Big Blue. That came back. It's a 6.5% Northeast IPA. They brought back, you know, all gas, no brakes. Hey finally, good time to be a Jets and Giants fan. You <laughs> yeah. know, it's nice. Football to... has sucked in the Northeast for, for a long, long time. time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, staying in New York, Ober Creek, Lanterns and Skylights. It's a collab. With Fidens. With Fidens. Oh, shit. Brewed with two-row wheat and oats and dry hop, generously with Citra, Matueka, Galaxy, Simcoe, and Mosaic. This one sold out super quick. Uh, I oh, really, really, I really want to try that beer. Yeah, I was. Wait, up in, what was? That? What do you mean it sold out super? Just, just oh, just going there that day. It sold out. Yeah, I was in that area. Actually, uh, I did a hike on the Friday before this was announced, and uh, on the Saturday. I just didn't have. I left that area before this release came out, and uh, 
it just sounds like an amazing beer. Two great breweries, you know. I'm, I'm sure, sure it was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Equilibrium Barrel Aged Life After Death Star Batch Three, collaboration with Jay Wakefield and Mostra, aged in Willet barrels. And then they also did the regular Life After Death Star, the new one. It's a collab with Jay Wakefield and Mostra Coffee. It's you know, Lad starts out with a long boil to create that kind of thick and decadent base. Then they added shredded raw coconut, marshmallow, vanilla, Mostra Ghost Bear Espresso Blend Coffee. It's a great beer every single year. Of course. I always look forward to it. Yeah, yeah. Infinite Entropy. Collab with Sand City. Another Long Island brewery, That's like right. you mentioned before. Base of flaked oats and flaked wheat with a whirlpool of mosaic and galaxy. Dry hopped with mosaic, galaxy, and Rakao. All right, so before we get to other half and a few of the things that they released, let's talk about this beer from Noble Savage because it's very fucking good. Smooth. Yeah. Real smooth. Yeah, you know. it's... Um, you know, we need to get out there at some point. It's in that, you know, it's really like in that Goldilocks zone. It's not too hoppy. It's not too sweet. Like, it's not too bitter. It's just, you know, those guys, these guys are making some good stuff. All right. Uh, let's talk about other half. We talked about the, you know, stout event that they have. But what is other half known for? They're known for the IPAs. Triple Broccoli Special Reserve Imperial Pale Ale 10%. That came out this week. And then we have DHDHC uh, Mylar Bags, <laughs> uh, or maybe that was HDHC. Mylar Bags gets not one but two of double high-density hop charge treatments for their first ever DHDHC. <laughs> Citra Mosaic, Eldorado, Galaxy, Amarillo, Mosaic Cryo, and Mosaic Incognita. I'm sure that's a fucking good beer. Yeah, all these beers that yeah. get uh, that high density, high charge treatment—they're the, they're really Bro- fucking good, and they're made in Brooklyn. Like they're made, you know, like they've, you know, yeah. No, when when other half makes those uh, either very small releases or or brewery only, they're fantastic beers, you know. And anything out of Brooklyn is is, is great. Yeah, I know really a lot is. of people like to just talk about uh, other half and like. They they sh- people should be very happy that you can get them in stores here in New Jersey and elsewhere. Hell yeah! But but a lot of the times, some of these small batch things that come out are just like they're worth getting, man. Like you, you can't take these things for granted, dude. I had I had um, uh, um, uh, shit hop ghost or whatever the fuck it was at uh, at at Paragon in Clark, New Jersey, the other day. I was shocked. I'm like, that's. I didn't even. I don't. I didn't even look at the rest of the I didn't even know that like, was on boom. there. That's incredible that that was on there. Incredible. The guys, like, yeah, we got a case last night. It was gone. You know, it's gone. It's almost gone. You know, I'm. I'm like, oh shit. I'm surprised it even lasted that long. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it's good. All right. Uh, Evil Twin NYC. One of the best names of a beer ever. If the Mar-a-Lager is not number one, this might be number two. Yepa Weissen. It's a Hefeweizen named after Yepe from Evil Twin. Uh, how did this not happen until now? I don't know. Right. Uh, also, the carrot drink. This is a collab with Rolos NYC. Uh, brewed with carrot juice, chili, gentian root, and Rolos NYC own burnt cinnamon syrup. That sounds really interesting. Yeah, they've been doing a lot of these like cocktail um, inspired beers. That's right. And I, and I want to have a lot of them because I haven't uh, had a lot of their like kind of newer beers, but they I all thought, sound really cool. I thought it was Rolo's candy at first. Oh, no, that'd be awesome. That'd be fucking great. They need, 
They need to do that, too. And barley wine, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, Grim. Uh, the Open Work 2022, that's their Lambic expired ale. They also, uh, besides that, so they released three wines from their Physica wine brand. So uh, Grim, besides doing like cool like IPAs and a lot of like sours, are doing wines now that are available at the brewery. Very nice. Kane, Across the Galaxy, 7.2% IPA, is back at the brewery today for the first time since 2017. Wow. That's awesome. It's a long time. Uh, Root and Branch. Uh, let's talk about this because uh, earlier today I had the Freak Folk collab. Which was really like super, super, super drinkable. But here's a lot of the things that they have right now. The Assayer, a lot of people have had this one. It's not the first time it's been out. It's a multi-oat wheat triple IPA. The Castle, another IPA with Matuaka hops. And Thora 3. Uh, so this is obviously the third iteration of that. Double milk stout conditioned on cold brew, cocoa nibs, Vietnamese cinnamon. And uh, Thieves Like Us, robust American porter brewed with wheat and oats. Do we live in a society of spectacle? Uh, we, that's a Citra multi-oat wheat double IPA. And uh, the Crystal Spirit, multi-oat wheat double IPA brewed and dry hopped with American hops. And if you listen to our last episode, Twin Elephant, let's talk about a few of the things that they have. Smoresburg. This this beer is awesome. It's very good. It's a pastry stout, 11.6%, toasted coconut, Madagascar vanilla bean, marshmallow, and graham cracker deliciousness. He heard is the word. American IPA, 7.2%, Strata Citra, Huguenot Cryo, and Sabro. And Nosh, another one in their series, El Dorado and Amarillo. Troon, abducted by aliens, 8.5% hoppy, brewed in collaboration with Omni Polo. And then they also recently released a dark beer with Omni Polo as well. That's right. They, uh, I love the fact that they did two beers with Omni Polo because a lot of people think of the Tired Hands stuff with Omni Polo, and a lot of people think of Omni Polo for all these big old stouts. Uh, let's talk about Magnify because they released a bunch of stuff as well. Fade to Black. This is a... Man, this is crazy. 12.4% quadruple IPA hopped with Citra, Motueka, Nelson, and Cashmere. That is that is a big boy IPA. Right that there. sure is. Oh, yeah. 6% <laughs> sour ale brewed with Kool-Aid. <laughs> Pillow talk. 7% marshmallow IPA brewed with marshmallows along with lactose and hopped with Motueka, Citra, and Citra Cryo. High score, 8% Nintendo-themed IPA, double dry hop with Galaxy and Montueca. Stained Glass Skies, 8% Imperial IPA, double dry hopped with Nelson Savine, Holotor Blanc, and Zappa. Alternate ending, releasing Well of Souls, Staff of Ra, it's a collab with District 96. Triple IPA, 10% with Eldorado, Salvo, and Eldorado, CGX, Citra, and Simcoe. They also released the Royal Brett. It's a Brett Pilsner. Um, really cool stuff coming out of alternate ending. You just went to their first beer share, didn't you? Well, I went to their first beer share, and then I just came before we recorded this to a beer share from there as well. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. How was it? It was great. Nice. Great time there. Listen, here's what 
you know, we talk about different places to go to and why to go there. Uh, alternate ending is great because you can have really good beer there. Correct. But also really good food. And that's one thing where Jersey Jersey breweries just can't do it. Legally, they can't do it. Right. That's no, a huge, huge bonus. The pizza was unbelievable. The wings I had were super, super good. Brick City, Improv Jams, 8% IPA, double dry hopped with Citra and Hoyle Melon and HBC 5856 and Cryo Pop. It's a proprietary blend of Cryo Hops. They also did Brick and Mortar, and this was interesting because it's a collab that they did with Trap Rock Brewery and Harvest Restaurant Group, which owns a lot of the other restaurants that you might uh, incorporate with Trap Rock. It's a double dry hopped IPA with Citra Mosaic and Eldorado. Galactic Riot 8% double IPA brewed with wheat, oats, and rye hopped with Citra Simcoe Galaxy. It is triple dry hopped for maximum juiciness. What else? <laughs> uh, Ghost Talk did uh, common. Oh man, I'm going to mess this up. Commendatory, uh, robust porter conditioned on hand roasted. Uh, Kaz Coffee, Guatemala Beans, and they also did Habsburg, a Vienna Lager. Bolero Snort, uh, Noble Water, Sparkling Water, we talked about that earlier, dry hopped with mosaic hops, gluten-free, contains no carbs, contains no calories, and contains no alcohol. It's crazy. (laughs) I actually really want to try that. They also did Cowboy Coffee, it's a porter brewed with locally roasted coffee, and then finished with some cocoa, marshmallow, and graham cracker. Source, Friendsgiving collab with Double Nickel, Tonewood, Urban Village, and Cape May Brewing. All proceeds from Friendsgiving will benefit three awesome local organizations fighting food insecurity. Cathedral Kitchen, uh, Phil Abundance, and Virtuous Eat Well Initiative. And we talked about this last year. It's really a great... Uh, Listen, if anybody's in that area and can pick it up, pick it up. Um, really three good charities to, to give to. They also did Ultra Cryo Pop. It's a double dry hopped Imperial IPA. Hudson Valley Brewery Incantations is a black lager conditioned on Yopin tea and brewed with a variety of dark and specialty malt. Collab with Yes Folk Kombucha. Yopin is the only plant native to North America that contains caffeine. That's very interesting. It really is because you figure, I don't know, you figure coffee is native to the, to North America. I guess it's not. Uh, yeah, I guess not. Uh, Muckraker did a blackberry vanilla amlam delicious anything that muckraker has done with vanilla is like super super good jersey cyclone deep core 11 percent barrel aged imperial apple ale that's interesting brewed with fresh apple cider from terhune orchards in princeton and aged in apple brandy barrels he also did back for back for some more imperial milk stout conditioned on lactose cocoa vanilla and cinnamon jersey tap water that's uh, pretty yeah. much the way I say water. Yeah, W-U-D-D-E-R. <laughs> 7.2% IPA brewed in collaboration with Water Equation, a charity committed to making a better world through better water. A portion of the proceeds from Jersey Tap Water will help support this essential and worthy cause. All right, so national releases. Let's talk about that. I feel like we talk about side project first a lot of the time. Um, this is another one of those times, and this is not even because any of the beer that they released necessarily. They raised $10,500 
for friends of kids with cancer during Zwanzee Day, and I just figured that would be. We have to give them props for that. That's great. Absolutely. That's great that they no, it's that. a great thing. Uh, North Park, Johnny P's Caddy, Triple Dry Hop, Hazy Triple IPA, collab with District 96, and has Johnny and Scott of Lorenzo the Beer Cat fame <laughs> on the cab. <laughs> they also did Farmer Foo, Triple Dry Hopped West Coast IPA collab with Fidens, Rice and Beans, Triple Dry Hopped Hazy IPA, uh, another collab with Fidens, and anything else? would be uncivilized triple dry hopped ipa collab with civil society all right dan you have to talk about this next here because this is like a nice little thing here this angry, <laughs> this from your favorite brewery too okay sure angry chair release big deborah now this is so this is it's, it has me like all verklempt here right <laughs> so uh so angry chair as you know is one of my favorite breweries i've had most of their bottles that have been released one of the few bottles that i have not had is the original big deborah and the original big deborah has um kind of that little debbie label on it it's one of the first bottles that they ever released it has eluded me probably there might be zero out in the wild it's like a ghost whale right oh really yes so um so this is what they said Big Deborah, our first bottle released at our original location was Big Deborah. So we thought, why not make it again as our last bottle brewed at the Fern Street location? This version is bigger than ever with the flavor profile of oatmeal cream pie that you know and love. So I am getting this beer. I am super pumped to be getting this beer. Sounds very good. Yes. I love oatmeal cream pies. <laughs> yeah, they're so good. Yeah. Uh, and then they're also releasing Failed Trig. It's an Imperial Stout with coconut, pecan, and cinnamon. All right. Corporate Ladder did a bunch of uh, their dessert stations. Uh, let's just roll through them real quick. Dessert station, peanut butter, hazelnut spread. That's what it sounds like. Uh, dessert station, coconut fudge cake. Dessert station, black forest cake. That one just... Because that one's not as obvious. Has dried cherries, brown sugar, amberana spirals, cocoa nibs, and vanilla beans. But that's not it. Uh, glue Weiss, 5% ABV, pronounced Glow Weiss. That was pretty close. This <laughs> mulled wine-inspired sour beer features orange juice, orange peel, cinnamon, clove, and grade A amber Vermont maple syrup. They also did Journey Before Destination. It's a Northeast IPA. Hopped with Citra Mosaic and Motueka hops. And we got uh, Weldworks. I'm sorry here. Weldworks Starry Night is a 6.5% milk stout brewed with copious amounts of milk sugar, hazelnut, coconut, and milk chocolate. And it's available in cans. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome that they have that in cans. Uh, Monkish, we'll go through a few of these real quick. Gray is green. Saison brewed with debittered aged hops and conditioned in oak barrels for 20 months with wild yeast and bacteria. Of course, you think Monkish, you think some IPAs. Diggin' and Diggin', it's a triple IPA, Citra and Galaxy. Story Walkin', double dry hopped IPA with Mosaic, Citra and Galaxy. And Babbleship, double dry hop, double IPA with Galaxy and Mosaic. <clears throat> Coming back to the East Coast, almost. Not really the East Coast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, in the east, <laughs> and they're about to get pounded with snow. But yeah, let's they talk are. about them. <laughs> uh, Mortalis, how the hell are you? Keown, 
This imperial stout showcases in-house roasted peanuts, Dominican Reserve, cow, cocoa nibs, Mostra Ghost, Bear Coffee, and Tahitian Vanilla. They also did Hydrofusion Fruited Smoothie Sour Collab with Woven Water. It blends strawberry, blueberry, raspberry, and cake mix together. Diner Pie Series Apple Pie Fruited Ale is part of a series inspired by pie flavors. This version features apples blended with crumble treatment to bring waves of fruit filling, crust, and whipped cream topping. Fidens did two collabs with Wayward Lane Brewing. One was called Adam's Axe. It's a quote-unquote cold IPA with Mosaic, Petrine, and Nelson. And then they did a double IPA with Cashmere, Idaho 7, Simcoe Strata, and Galaxy called Moonlight Generator. Wesley Imperial Stout 11% with cocoa nibs, vanilla beans, and coffee from offshore. If you're a Star Wars fan, this one might excite you a bit. It's called Punch It Chewy. It is a collab between Jay Wakefield and Equilibrium. It is a sherbet-inspired sour ale featuring fresh raspberries, pineapple, and Valencia oranges. Great notion. Don't talk about those guys too much, but they have a fancy-looking beer that's coming out. (laughs) Bourbon Barrel-Aged Mad Batter. Uh, This is a Bourbon Barrel-Aged Imperial Stout, 11.6%, toasted almonds, toasted coconut, Mexican vanilla beans, and T-C-H-O Ghana cocoa nibs. 8 State had like 55 bazillion uh, releases. We'll talk about two of them real quick. Prism, that's a 13% maple bourbon barrel-aged stout, aged two years and one month in Bliss maple bourbon barrels, and also Heights. Very different beer from that. A bourbon and aged rum-staved mixed fermentation sour with pink guava, passion fruit, vanilla, and graham cracker. Burial, a guide to safely stewarding the contents of one's consciousness. Double IPA mashed with oats, whirlpooled with mosaic, incognito, and cryo. Double dry hopped with hand-selected lots of Strata, Ido 7, and Matueka, finished with a prime charge of cryo. All right, how about this one? This is, this is what you expect from Burial. This is the name of the beer. Many of my thoughts are pragmatic, and the rest is mangled homeogenizations of meaninglessness. It's an imperial stat with toasted almond, cocoa nib, raspberry, and vanilla. Wow, the name is longer than the description. Yes. Now let's talk about Vale. This is like a huge one. It's dark days. They have a bazillion things coming out. All right, we got to blow through this here. We'll blow through them. Yeah, very special Wang Doodle, Wang Doodle Grand Cru Reserve. This is a blend of one, two, and three-year Weller and Buffalo Trace Bourbon Barrel-Aged Imperial Chocolate Milk Stout conditioned on Venezuelan Coconut Cream Wafer Cookies. Wang Doodle Grand Reserve. This is 13.5%. A special blend of one, two, and three-year-old Weller and Buffalo Trace Bourbon Barrel-Aged Imperial Chocolate Milk Stout. Double Barrel Henok from Omni Polo. Blueberry Double Chocolate Chip Maple Marshmallow Mocha Triple Stack Pancake Imperial Stout aged in Laird's Applejack Apple Brandy Barrels for 18 months. Then again in Bliss Gourmet Maple Bourbon Barrels for 24 months. Can't say that. Can't say that quick. I'll tell you. Double Barrel Double Vanilla Scowl. Check this out. 16%. It is an English barley wine aged in Weller bourbon barrels for 24 months, conditioned on double vanilla, then aged in Laird's 
apple brandy barrels for an additional 12 months. It was brewed over three years in collaboration with Monkish. Wow. Port Barrel Wang Doodle, 11.5% Imperial Chocolate Milk Stout, aged in 20 port barrels for 24 months. Double Barrel Vanilla Paul Bear, 17.5%. Jesus. Imperial Stout, aged in Willet Barrels for 12 months. Then, Laird's again, Apple Brandy Barrels for 26 months. Conditioned on single-origin Tanzanian vanilla beans. Candied walnut and date cognac barrel wang doodle imperial chocolate milk stout aged in cognac barrels for an average of 19 months conditioned on candied walnuts and dates. Lord wang doodle 2022 cookie creature. This one is crazy. Imperial chocolate milk stout aged in a blend of Buffalo Trace, uh, Buffalo Trace rye, Utopia, Laird's apple brandy, and Buffalo Trace bourbon barrels for an average of 22 months Conditioned on chocolate sandwich cookies, stroopwafels, chocolate cookie dough, chocolate chip cookies, peanut butter cookies, vanilla wafers, and coconut caramel fudge cookies. Jeebus. And last but not least, single barrel cognac wang doodle, imperial chocolate milk stout, aged in a hand-selected single cognac barrel for 15 months. Cerebral had two interesting things celestial origin it's a barley wine 13.6 percent age 16 months in eight to ten year grape brandy and eight year willet rye whiskey barrels they also had george t stag here be monsters a ba imperial stout aged 26 months in 15 year george t stag bourbon barrels more brewing swirsky Brewed for Chicago superfans, this is a traditional German-style Dunkelweizen. The Bears. <laughs> Lucky Bamboo Rum Barrel-Aged Tiki Sour inspired by the zombie cocktail. Foam did the House of Fermentation Purple Dot 2022. This one was aged with blackberries and black currants. Barreled Souls Cosmic Clips, 14.3% Imperial Stout, aged for just over a year in Basil Hayden Toast Barrels before being bottled. Tell us about the other one, ABCs. You love this one. 12.1% ABV barley wine aged for a little over a year in Willet bourbon barrels before being finished on apples and cinnamon. Interesting. Yeah, vitamin C did Willet barrel aged loss in translation. It's a stat with ghost, uh, with Mostra coffee using their ghost bear blend and also Mexican vanilla bean cinnamon and cocoa nibs. Phase three, our best 2022 is it comprised of one single batch of dark English barley wine aged 21 months in a blend of 50% Jim Beam Double Oak and 50% Willin Willet Bourbon Casks. I think that's going off at like 300 right now. Yeah, so Arabesque Batch 1 was one of the most hyped barley wines I can think of. I heard Batch 2 is not as good, but I don't know. I haven't had it. That's what they all say. (laughs) Boiler. Batch 1000. 12.5% ABV. Is it a stout wine? Is it a barley stout? Call it whatever you like. This massive double mashed Russian Imperial stout and English style barley wine blend was aged for over a year in Heaven Hill bourbon barrels, then conditioned on their favorite vanilla beans. True baklava. That's a great name. <laughs> Session milk stout with pistachio and honey. That also sounds delicious. It sounds really good. Uh, Hill Farmstead. Listen. So they had Samuel, Convivial Suarez, and Plum 2021 Harvest. Samuel's going off for over 300 bucks on secondary already. 
shit. Yeah. But so, let's end here. Let's end on some. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I saw this. I saw one of these beers on on Instagram. I was pretty excited about it. <laughs> Sour Maker. Uh, now these guys make some good barley wines. They do. They you do. Know, they have batch one thousand. That was fucking solid. That was real. That was a really fucking good. Beer. Yeah. So nine year Munich wine to celebrate their nine years. They focused a blend of two of their favorite Munich wine barrels. For those unfamiliar with Munich wine it is a barley wine like beer made with a high percentage of German Munich malts. After aging in one Weller and one Blanton's bourbon barrel for 13 months, they blended the barrels. And then also black Meridian, a barrel aged black barley wine aged for 22 months in Weller bourbon barrels. And that's not all. Desert Oasis Barrel Age Spiced Stout Blend of Single and Double Oak Stouts has been infused with Vietnamese cinnamon sticks, whole vanilla beans from Madagascar and Papua New Guinea, as well as premium quality Ethiopian, be- Ethiopian beans from Onyx Coffee Labs. And before we go, shout out to Oak Flower. If you are listening to this podcast, unless you were super close with Colin from Oak Flower, you missed their soft opening. But if you are listening, you can make it for their grand opening. So they are opening um, the weekend after Thanksgiving. Perfect. You should definitely go there. Colin makes some great beers. If you like IPAs, you like Saisons, you like lagers, check out Oak Flower. Super excited for them. It's been a process. It's yeah. been a process. Yes, it has. Very excited for them as well. And uh, we will definitely get over there. It's not far from Union County, you know. It's really not. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we will get there. Best of luck to Colin. Uh, we will see him soon. And until next time, America, drink up and stay beautiful. Flowers and lots of hours to spend with you. So go and bottle your cute little pussycat nose. Pussycat, pussycat, I love you, yes I do, you and your pussycat nose. What's new, pussycat? Whoa, 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 what's new, pussycat? Whoa, 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 Pussycat, pussycat, you're so thrilling and I'm so willing to care for you. So go and make up your big little pussycat eyes. Pussycat, pussycat, I love you. Yes, I do. You and your pussycat eyes. What's new, pussycat? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's new, pussycat? Whoa, 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 Pussycat, pussycat, you're delicious. And if my wishes can all come true, I'll soon be kissing your sweet little pussycat lips. Pussycat, pussycat, I love you. Yes, I do. And your pussycat lips You and your pussycat eyes You and your pussycat